Welcome to the Glam Life Podcast, where we empower and inspire beauty professionals to take their careers to the next level. Your host, Victoria, is a certified business coach with over a decade of experience in the beauty industry, helping countless beauty professionals start and grow successful businesses. Now she's sharing her knowledge and expertise with you. Whether you're just starting out in the beauty industry or looking to take your business to new heights, this podcast is for you, covering topics like community, management, branding, and much more. So join us on this journey to build the beauty business of your dreams. Copa, mea copa. That is completely my fault. Um, I wasn't feeling well about two weeks ago, and it lasted about 10 days. So I didn't pick up the computer or edit a single thing. And yeah, I sh- maybe I should sit down and like batch edit 18 episodes the entire season. I did that with last season. Everything was edited and ready to go and scheduled out and whatever. This season, though, I would have had to do that over Christmas break. And I chose hanging out with my kids instead and was like, oh, I'll catch up. And then I did not catch up. And then I fell ill. I really was poorly for about 10 straight days. I was sick. So um, so I got behind. And I apologize, Fat. That's my own fault. Then this week, I actually had an episode ready to go. But I said, you know what? I'm not going to post it on Monday anyway, because Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, we were out. It was a holiday. I'm not working at all. Uh, it's like a cultural and religious holiday. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Mardi Gras. And yes, there are copious amounts of drinking going on. But also, I mean, it's a where I live. I'm not in New Orleans. I'm in another city called Lafayette. And our Mardi Gras is just a little bit different than theirs. It's not like all booze and beads, but it's also like a family all day, all night, kind of. Everybody takes their RVs and puts them on the main street in the middle of town and cooks all night. And there's a parade at night. And then you're there all day long, the whole next day. And kids like play on the playground or run around. And you walk miles and miles around the town telling everybody hello and meeting people, greeting people. Um, And you go back to your RV area and there's lots of food prepared, like tents set up with just food tables almost looks like a production set at a movie like just craft services are there or something but your mom and them made the food it's like a potluck everybody it's a whole cultural event so there was not a point in time where I was going to be like oh you know what I should go in and put out this episode or I should promote this episode or I could I wasn't doing any of that so thank you for waiting for me I appreciate that I thought that this week instead of just pushing out um one of the interviews that I've done for Thursday and Friday of the week. Instead, I would come to you and do like an old school episode, like in seasons one and two, where it's just the two of us. And I talk a little bit about business because, I mean, that's what I do. That's what I do. So what do we want to talk about this week? I know that I have gone probably, I've probably beaten you over the head with branding and with figuring out who your ideal client is. But should we talk a little bit about messaging? Because I feel like that's where people are getting lost. And actually, you know, I've franchised the Microblading Institute. We have other educators who teach my curriculum across multiple states at this point, right? But I think that some people, um, especially those who are looking for something ready-made, which that's how I promote um, T3, Train the Trainer. That's how I promote franchising basically is like it's a it's a bed in a bag it's a course in a kit you you can teach the whole class once you leave here you've got everything you need to teach that is true but I think that because they're thinking oh everything's done for me maybe there's a mindset shift that doesn't happen that probably happens when you're creating the thing yourself 
So a lot of times the content doesn't change. The messaging doesn't change. And then you're wondering like, okay, I've got, I've got my certification. I've got the actual class itself. I've got all the kit materials. Like why, where are the students? You know what I mean? And for the most part, um, we get a healthy amount of students at each location, but I have noticed that I, I have to have this conversation when I first start. So if you are just beginning as an educator, whether you have done a train the trainers program and you've purchased the curriculum and you're ready to hit the ground running, or you're actually creating your own curriculum and going through all the steps to become a licensed educational facility like we are, like I'm an actual trade school in the state of Louisiana um, run by the Board of Colleges, which is called the Board of Regents. So whatever your pathway is to education, let's talk a little bit about how that differs from your messaging as a service provider, right? And we can do this like many, there are many sides of this coin. It's multifaceted because this could also be like, maybe you're selling products now, or maybe you're selling, you know, online courses or online products. Do you have an Etsy shop where you sell before and after cards, uh, like care, care cards, or do you sell forms for different states? I mean, how would you sell forms to people in different states, different countries? But some people on Etsy do it. They do it as a template. Go off, girl. Make your moolah. Maybe you have an online store that you want to start selling other people's products. You can't do that and not change the content. All of these things require a change of focus. Um, the focus of your content should be the thing that you want to sell. You've seen this before because you see it when someone launches something. When someone is going to launch something new, their content changes first, if they're good at what they're doing, if they're good at launching things. So take a uh, shade and yell. Shay will mention a, a problem before she solves it for you. And she'll open up the floor for discussion, right? She'll say, hey, have you guys been having this problem? Or have you noticed this problem? Or, you know, is this affecting you? Number one, she's testing the waters a little bit to see whether or not the thing she's coming out with is uh, relevant to her audience. So this is probably done in the development stage of whatever product or course she's going to be coming out with. And number two, it's starting the conversation because I don't want to just come at you and start saying, buy my shit, 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 buy my shit. Hi, buy my shit. Bye. Thanks for buying my shit. You don't want to say that. Instead, what you want to do is have an ongoing open line of communication with your audience and your audience shouldn't be an audience. An audience implies that I'm up here speaking and you are all out there together collectively watching. And that's not what we want. We want a community, which is where there's dialogue back and forth and there's a sense of camaraderie and like we are in this together, right? So your messaging around any kind of product or service or course launch should always start the conversation off before you make an ask. Got it? So you don't want to just walk up to people and say, hi, my name is Victoria. You should buy my shit. You want to actually start a conversation. If someone doesn't know that they have a problem, there's no way in hell they want to purchase your solution. I want you to think about that. If you don't even think it's a problem, why would you buy the solution? So the first thing that we need to do is make sure that we're opening the floor to conversation. The next thing that I want you to do is really listen to the feedback that you're getting. Yes, more than likely, if you've done market research already before deciding to add on this service or start this course or sell these products, you already know that this is an issue that is relevant with your audience, right? And within your community. 
Now you have to actually listen to the words that they are saying. (laughs) So when they message you back or when they comment on something or when they vote in a poll or when they answer a story sticker with, you know, where it says questions or whatever, you have to actually look at the way that they word things because that's going to tell you what they think about the problem. Maybe they word it in a way that's different than you to where when you say it, they don't recognize it as the problem. But if you can repeat their own verbiage back to them, then they'll say, hey, it's like you're in my head. (laughs) Like, how did you know? That's exactly what I was thinking. I was just talking about that. How did you know that? And it's like, well, baby, you told me. But it also reflective listening, as they call it. Reflective listening also allows you to deepen the connection with your community. So they know that you care and that you're actually actively trying to solve this problem for them. Now, let's get back to my initial scenario where you used to sell services and still do, but now you want to sell education. If all you do is sell your your services through content, look at how beautiful these lips are that I did. Look at how great I can make brows look. Um, If you want to book with me, go to my DM. That is so lazy. Knock it off. If you say, if you want to book with me, the link's in my bio. If you want to book with me, you should DM me. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. That is so lazy. Like, no, that you're a million steps. If this is the first piece of content someone ever sees from you, they are so far away from the cash register That's never going to happen. You have to romance them. You have to kind of love up on your audience, right? So if you have been selling services and now you want to sell a course, I don't want to see how great you do brows. I want to see how great you teach people to do brows. I want to see what it's like to be in the room because people want to understand. They want to visualize themselves there. They want to know what they're walking into. They want to see what it is that they're going to get, especially at such a high price, right? Like high ticket. I'm not just ready to hand over $5,000 because you said you do great brows. Great. I'm glad you think you do great brows. I hope you actually do great brows, by the way. If you want to be an educator... I've seen, (laughs) doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. (laughs) So shady. I just, I hope that you're actually like the proof is in the pudding, right? So I don't need to know that you can do really great brows. That should be a given. That should be step number one. You need to be good at the thing before you start teaching other people to do the thing. There are so many people. I'm sorry. I know that's so loud if you're listening in earbuds. There are so many people who give up on because they can't do the thing. And they're like, I'll just teach it. What? Come again? What was that? What did you say? Okay. What? Okay. You're going to be an educator. You're going to teach me how to do the thing you couldn't figure out how to do successfully. If they teach you how to fill your books, but they don't have any clients, don't buy that course. If they're going to teach you how to successfully run a permanent makeup studio, how to hire and fire, how to manage people, how to run the business, and they don't have a business, maybe don't take that class. Like, what? If your coach, if your instructor, if your educator isn't doing the thing, maybe they can't actually teach you how to do the thing. Don't come on the Facebook boards later and say, I was scammed. Don't say that because it was very obvious that this person doesn't actually do permanent makeup. So why would they be teaching you permanent makeup? They don't run a business. So why would they be teaching you how to run a business? It doesn't make any sense. Hello. 
Uh, it's pretty obvious. So you got to use your brain a little bit. So the proof is in the pudding there, right? I do still want to see your work when I go to your Instagram. I still want to see that you do beautiful brows and beautiful lips, but that shouldn't be the main message because that'll that's the concentration and that's the focus. Now, I think that you just want to sell brows and lips all the time. And I think that's great. You should sell brows and lips if that's what you want to do. But if you want to get into education, post your work. But now I want to see what it's like inside the classroom. So I want to see video and content of you actually educating. I want to see uh, your students. I want to see their work. I need to know that you have people in this class that people actually take and enjoy this class. I need to see their work. I need to see whether or not you're actually able to translate your skill set into someone else's hands. That's the thing about an educator, right? That's the whole, that's the whole job. You have one job. <laughs> make me as good as you say you are. And if you can't do that, then why should I pay you $5,000? That's crazy talk. There's a lot of people, there are a lot of people who want to teach things and maybe they're great at it, but if they don't actually know how to teach, it won't translate into the student's hands, right? So that's why I started Train the Trainer because I felt like, oh, I've got this kind of down to a science. I've coached I don't know, hundreds of businesses to create their own. And, and nobody wants to sit down and make a manual. And nobody wants to sit down and make a slideshow. Everybody wants to just give their student the microblade and be like, okay, do it. Do it like what I did. Watch how me, watch me do it on this practice pad. Now you do it. And that's just not, and people learn three different ways, right? Or I'm sure there are a litany of ways, but um, auditory, visual, and kinesthetic. Like they either have to hear it or see it or do the thing or some combination of that. So you can't just show them one way. You can't, it can't just be like, oh, watch this video or, oh, read this manual. It it has to be all of it. And then they have to get hands on. They have to actually practice and like work through it. You have to train your hands to do what your brain just understood from the information I gave you. So I need to be able to see when I go to your landing page, your Instagram, your TikTok, I need to be able to see that you have successfully been able to transfer the knowledge from your brain and your hands into someone else's brain and their hands. So if you're only posting work that you did that's beautiful and saying book with me, link in bio, you're a million worlds away. I mean, you're here on Earth and your class is over there on Pluto. Like, I don't know where you think people are going to be signing up for a class with you. They probably don't even know that you're an educator. So I've had I'm telling you, I've had this conversation with five different people in 2024. And it is February 14th. So. Five people. Five. Only one of them works with me. And she I mean, she's so coachable and actionable, but, um, but students, I'm like, Hey, I'm doing an Instagram audit right now. And I have, if I weren't your coach, I wouldn't know that you teach permanent makeup. It looks to me like you just, I know we started, listen, I started a fresh new crop over in January. So we're what, six weeks in, but let's go pick up the pace. Let's go. Let's make some choices here. We are making choices. Let's make some different ones. Let's make some different ones. Your messaging is the thing that you talk about all the time. And I have an entire um, messaging like workshop, I would say. It, well, it's like a, it's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole, it's a whole organic marketing workshop that takes you from beginning to end. So like figuring out your brand, figuring out who your ideal client is, what's their biggest problem? How do you solve it? Stop right there. 
How do you solve it? That's the messaging. So the things that you talk about all the time are the things that you become synonymous with, right? So think about like the rule of seven when you see something over and over and over again in marketing, then you start to, um, your brain starts to picture that brand or that thing with the the problem. Like you always see McDonald's. When you think of fast food, you think of McDonald's, right? kind of a problem in and of its own even if you don't eat mcdonald's when you think when someone says name a fast food place more than likely you think of mcdonald's so i need the same thing right when i think of this problem that i have whether it's the reason that i want permanent makeup or the fact that i want to own my time or start a business or get in the beauty industry or whatever it is i need to think of you so to do that i need you to change your messaging to solve whichever of those problems i'm having Am I talking in circles here? Am I beating you over the head with it enough? Mm, mm, mm. Are you understanding me yet? Hello? Does this make sense to you yet? I can say it again if you want. The problem you want to solve, you need to talk about more. Stop talking about things that don't solve the problem. Like you being good at brows doesn't solve the problem of me wanting to get into the beauty industry. Got it? Cool. I have an entire, an entire YouTube video about messaging. And I've got this great like marketing playlist on there that kind of walks you through everything. I am going to link that in this episode. I don't often link my YouTube videos. Go and watch the messaging one. And it'll take you step by step through figuring out what your messaging pillars are. And if you find it helpful and you like it, give me a follow over there because I put out videos all the time that teach stuff. That's kind of where the education in this podcast went. I started having guests on and allowing them to share their knowledge. So I needed to share mine somewhere. So that is where I put it, by the way. I think I just never thought to tell you, but that's where I put it. Um, it's over on my YouTube channel. So I will see you back here next Monday where you will have figured out your marketing messaging and you will be fast at work creating the content that is going to bring in the clients you actually want, be them students or customers for your online business or clients for your permanent makeup business, or, you know, maybe you're using this as dating advice and you're trying to lure in some cattle ranchers for a good time. I don't know, but now you understand that you need to actually talk about the thing you want, not just about the things you already do or already have. And, uh, and yeah, I will see you back here Monday with one of my best friends in the whole world, Miss Katie Schofield, who's got an amazing offer for you guys. I'll talk to you then. Bye. I, 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 I,